Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Paddy, my old friend. <laughs> bonk, bonk. We're talking new metal again. Ooh, uh, uh, uh. About a raspy voiced bald devil <laughs> taking cringe to a new level. <laughs> it's the sound of Draymond. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Did you work on that all last night? I, I started thinking about it approximately one minute ago which is why i didn't mm, do the entire good. element of it but yes that's good i like um, that hello i i like your mug your did you mug see i was, I was using my pickle rick mug i was gonna I open did. and go i'm pickle ricker but that's that's, <laughs> all, that's all i got for an opening <laughs> song but that does sound like something you could get in a disturbed song now that i've listened to a little bit more of their catalog than i was previously aware of it's not just on down with the sickness where he makes sort of animalistic noises and says motherfucker a lot and talks really fast i'm not going to call it rapping i'm going to call it talk <laughs> new metal talk growling he does drapping that a lot where, for david draymond yeah drapping drapping <laughs> <laughs> Drapping does a bit of that where you wouldn't be surprised if in one of his songs he suddenly went, I'm Pickle Ricker. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I do appreciate um, all of the noises that um, that Disturbed make, that David Draymond makes. Um, uh, he, he does that ah, 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 quite a lot, like a, like a furious okay? crow. A furious crow. <laughs> oh, um, it sounds like a frog's got a, th- a frog in its throat. Yeah, it's a, the double frog. The, yeah. The, 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 the rare double frog. The most new metal animal. <laughs> exactly. They discovered, exactly. A, a, a biologist who was really into new metal discovered it deep in the jungle and decided to call it the Draymond Draymanus. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Um, because he was the scientist who discovered it, but then it um, it got into his throat. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's why it's it's uh, it's uh, it's it's a difficult time, and I'm really pleased that he and the rest of Disturbed were able to make a, such a strong career out of it, in spite of said hardships. I'm really glad that they got the recognition they deserved. Yes, yeah. Um, so <laughs> this week we are talking about Disturbed. This was your choice. It was. It was my idea. <laughs> it's it's worth pointing out. <laughs> you would have gotten um, around to them eventually, though, right? I would. I would because. You know, we've talked. We've already talked about one band on this podcast who hated the new metal label, um, Deftones, um, and um, and and Disturbed are another band that really didn't like it. Even though I think that their first album does have very new metal qualities to it. The sickness, yeah, it is. It is a very, um, it's a very new metal name for an album. It's it's got very new metal artwork grumpy man on the front <laughs> is it the guy yeah the guy <laughs> their mascot thingy mascot is that the right word i don't know if mascot's the right word because that makes you think think of like a fluffy rabbit running around at a sports game you know, <laughs> yeah, you know mascot. But, yeah but he's called the guy and he's basically just a sort of angry looking grim reaper guy <laughs> i choose to believe that his name is des turbed <laughs> Hi, I'm Desturbed. I'm Desturbed, and I'm furious. You want me to fix your pipes? I'll do it very angrily. 
Des turbed. <laughs> Make sure I don't drop any plates whilst I'm fixing your <laughs> yeah. Um so so did you listen to Disturbed when you were a, a, a wee angry new metal hat? You know, I didn't hat. really. I never owned any of their albums, but I remember seeing I was aware of them. I remember seeing their videos on Kerrang and that was it. That was literally my only kind of interaction with Disturbed. And they were there. They were in like Kerrang magazine, but I never really looked at them much. But I do remember seeing the video to Down with the Sickness. I'm thinking, oh, that, that's okay, but I'm not going to investigate that. Similar, you know, there's there's a whole category of new metal bands that are outside of the core where I think their videos would have been on TV a lot and I'd have watched them, but I'd never have gone and um, bought an album. And Drowning Pool is another one where obviously everyone knows Bodies, but I couldn't tell you any of their other songs. Oh, I really We'll get to them eventually, their, obviously. I, I really love their other single, Drowning Pool. Um, <laughs> the other one. Yeah, there was. I can't remember the name of it. Um let me let me just find it because that's going to really bug me. Um, yeah, they they, they had a second single that I really liked. Alongside, obviously, they had let the bodies at the flow. Let the, let the bodies, bodies at the flow. Fly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good song. Um, was it called Tear Away? Maybe. Maybe I think it, it was, might have been yeah. called yeah. Um, which was also a good song. Drowning Pool were but yeah. We'll talk about Drowning Pool. We'll talk about Drowning Pool. Um, yeah sometime um but disturbed yeah down, down with the sickness was everywhere obviously and that's kind of been their lasting legacy although they have that <laughs> their cover version of sound of silence has kind <laughs> of stepped up to the plate as the second song that they're really known for it's really um, interesting that isn't it because it seems to have reached people who didn't know the original i mean somehow you, you not know simon and garfunkel but like i guess sort of rock and metal People who are very tribal, I, you know, have heard, you know, anecdotally from reading stuff on the internet that is probably untrue, that it's helped to reach a whole new generation of fans. Yeah, I can't imagine that Garfunkel is a very metal name. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so, so yeah, that maybe those people who never, um, n- never, never, um, never heard the original kind of thing. But I, I think, you know, it is a very silly cover version it's very melodramatic but it's got a certain quality doesn't it i don't hate it no i think it's quite good him singing it in his very very low way like a sort of it starts off sort of mooing like a cow but then it grows it's a song that builds brilliantly it's a really good exercise in how to you know take a song up a notch with every line in terms of the instrumentation stuff which actually really really works and it's not like a heavy cover version necessarily but it, there's a heaviness to it, but it doesn't, you know, do a horrible thing with guitars. And apparently it got Paul Simon's endorsement. So apparently Paul oh, Simon yeah. saw him do it live on TV and then wrote to him and was like, hey, man, this is good. Well done. So, yeah, so, so nice. I think I, I, I don't hate it. And I think obviously Disturbed are one of those bands that is just, it's very fun to laugh at. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Have you seen his his chin piercing, <laughs> the, the lip yeah. piercing slash chin piercing thing? You know, there's something very, very silly and very funny about them. And I think part of that comes down to how seriously they take a lot of things. It but, looks like something you'd hang your keys on, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but, um, but that song bops, that cover version bops. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It slaps. Um, and, um, and Down With The Sickness is a tune and a half. You cannot get away from that. You cannot deny it. It no. is a, a new metal classic. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And like, yeah. So, so I never, I never owned any of their albums um, when I was growing up. I was aware of them, and I listened to the sickness quite a lot. So I borrowed that off friends, and I had it downloaded, right. but I never bought it myself. 
Um, it was on your Kazar downloads folder with inc- incorrect <laughs> metadata. Oh no, no, I had it. I had it ripped from, and I borrowed it from a friend. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I still didn't legally own it. So sorry, David Draymond. I do apologise for that. Um, but I, d- I did listen to it every now and again, um, and so it was quite interesting to revisit it. And I think out of all of the bands that we've listened to so far, um, this is the one that's aged the worst. I'd say. Yeah. Um, where <laughs> we we've now reached the point where we have some we have some new metal which has not stood the test of time. Whereas I think I was surprised at how well things have held up so far. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I, I really I really was. Especially um, stuff like corn, where you know, in the back of my mind I was thinking, really? Corn? The guy who's going in that and you're what a single Steve, fuck that. <laughs> Yeah, and, and somehow, but it, it held up quite well. Yeah, I, I was really surprised at how well Corn held up in particular, and Slipknot as well. I thought Slipknot was going to have aged incredibly badly, and people it hasn't. equal shit. Yeah, people <laughs> equal shit, um, and it hasn't. But 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 Disturbed, I think, has. And um, yes, I agree. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts, just as, as a, a brief tangent on why it is you think that Jonathan Davis's sort of rock wolf scatting comes across as just about okay, although it is funny. Whereas David Draymond's animal noises, which are in a similar kind of ballpark of making noise in the context of new metal from your mouth, um, why it is that his stuff is just always hilarious. Like the, ooh, wah, ah, ah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. And then in the other one, that song, The Game, he's got this, it's like, do, 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 The Furious Heron. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a classic. The Livid Chicken. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think it partly comes down to with corn. There's a cohesive weirdness. Everything in corn is weird in those early days, um, where the guitar sounds strange. The the bass is is very sort of slap heavy. The drums are oh, hip hop. Yeah. Um, and they wrote lots of unconventional songs so i think the fact that they then had a bagpipe playing Scatman, it, <laughs> it, it kind of it kind of worked whereas with disturbed musically they're not particularly interesting and they didn't know, have you know guys with strange names that i could tell you you know with corn you know the names it's yeah, monkey Phil, spelled with a k Phil, yeah. head <laughs> brian um, head welch yeah um where whereas with disturbed i think their music always felt a little bit it's David Draymond and some guys. It, it always felt a little bit tame. So I, th- I think particularly their guitarist is pretty talented. He's a good guitarist. They got riffs. But, but they, I think the issue is that they didn't really, um, there was nothing really standoutish about it. You know, you listen to a Disturbed song and it's a, it's a hard rock slash new metal band. Occasionally they'd have some funky synths in there, um, but that just kind of made them sound yeah. a little bit more like Static X or Orgy. The stints um, on the intro to the game sound like an Apple Loop demo from GarageBand. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's the it's it, and I think a lot of new metal bands really fell into that trap where when you when you look at the best elements of new metal in terms of how they incorporated electronics, um, you look at things like Linkin Park where they became a real cohesive part of the sound. Um, mm. Whereas the the most of the bands that use them, not every band of, can have Mr. Hahn. No, no. Or, and, or and, Spiky Gimpman. Or Spiky Gimpman, yeah. Whereas a lot of the time when they did those kind of things in their songs, it really stood out and it felt like 
these are people that grew up listening to 80s synth pop and they decided they wanted to add a little bit of it in which i think is the case in a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of these bands and i think it's, yeah. it's true in terms of the covers that they did so on the first album the sickness you've got shouts the tears for fears cover yeah. um and and doing covers of 80s songs became a real three road for a lot of these new metal bands a lot of them did it um i think orgy did a cover version of blue monday wasn't that um, their most famous song yeah which i think was their most famous <laughs> song um yeah and and so yeah a lot of them did did have those kind of elements in there and and it it is quite jarring i think a lot of the time with with disturbed and i think it the fact that as it goes on you hear less and less of that kind of new metal electronica sound um i think kind of proves that they wanted to get away from that as well I think, um, although now I'm thinking that where Disturbed went wrong was not having like a turntablist or a, a, a guy on samples slash media, you know, maybe they could have actually done a bit more with that and it would have been interesting, even though one of our sort of categories is superfluous band members, it might actually have made them more interesting because their like guitar and bass riff heavy music is quite generic, isn't it? And the most yeah. interesting thing about it is David Draymond's chicken noises. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's true is he's, you can... And, and it goes back to our points from the last episode about unique sounding vocalists. David Draymond, no one sounds like David Draymond. No. Um, and as silly as it is, he's got a good set of lungs on him, um, which which really carries the band, I'd say. Because they're, they're competent musicians, as I said, but there's nothing... So competent. <laughs> there's nothing There's nothing special about them. You could, you could listen to... You These could guys listen passed to their performance song. review. <laughs> they did they got their the 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 adequate performance rating they're getting a decent bonus at the end of the year yeah um, they've earned it they've earned it yeah um but but yeah what really makes them stand out is david draymond um and his very silly very silly lyrics um which, <laughs> really stupid which are really something great um so <laughs> uh, what i sent you this morning was liberate yeah which is, is the so has all the best motherfuckers in it uh, I me... mean, in terms of the personnel and of the lyrics. Uh, uh, my bold motherfucker, don't you limit your my 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 liberate your mind, you motherfucker. You're so narrow-minded. <laughs> this is the thing as well. In all of his songs, it's always you, motherfucker, as well. Like he's addressing yeah. you, the listener, directly as a motherfucker, which is quite a new metal move. It is. It is. It's very bold. Um, there's a lot of you he talks about you a lot um, like damn with the sickness is all about you know it's always addressed at the audience yeah um i can see inside you the sickness is rising etc um because they're down with the sickness um <laughs> uh, do you think they knew when they were writing that what an incredible meme it would become <laughs> I, I like to think so i don't genuinely if it, if it wasn't for meme culture i don't think disturbed would have survived no no I, I i think they fall into this kind of the same ballpark as some of those other bands of the era that kind of they they stand out because of it i suppose they've got a little bit of a smash mouth quality to them in that way don't they where they've got are this, they the, the smash mouth of metal <laughs> yeah they're the smash mouth of new metal um but get, get, I, lo- I loved them on the um shrek soundtrack that was their big moment um <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, gr- green boy green ogre wakes up yawns walks outside his front door <laughs> i'd watch that i'd watch i'd watch i'd watch new metal shrek yeah. um shout out to stupefy which for the longest time i thought he was just singing i get stupid boy because 
<laughs> Even though you knew it was called Stupefy. <laughs> yeah. Um, because David Draymond, one thing that I really love is he's got the kind of... He's got the same lyrical quality as Eddie Vedder in that you can never tell what he's saying. Um, yeah. And it's just yeah, kind of... I don't even flow. Whereas with, with David Draymond, it's much more about the... One time I was listening to Even Flow and my dad walked past the room and went, an even flow of what? <laughs> and I couldn't answer him. Um, of, of beautiful, sultry vocal yeah. talent. Even flow... Whereas with David Draymond, it's much more sort of staccato rhythm, like it sounds like every there's a few you know motherfuckers in there. Yeah, just for you, to you feel can hear you can hear the motherfuckers, but that's it. David Draymond sings like one of the Sims in Simglish. That's what <laughs> that's what he sounds like. You cannot hear what he's saying, and that makes it all the more powerful. I'm um, just going to go close the windows because it started raining. You can probably hear it. You bloody idiot. How dare you. Um, whilst Paddy's doing that, um, I will just give you an example of some of my favourite disturbed lyrics. Um, <laughs> what shit are you talking about me, motherfucker? <laughs> I, I did say you fucking idiot or something like that. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, so whereas Eddie Vedder's all about the vowels, uh, David Draymond's all about the consonants, really. You put them together. So if they could get together and form a supergroup, <laughs> you'd be able to understand what they were saying. If you play a Pearl Jam album at the same time as a Disturbed album, it tells you that John Lennon shot JFK. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what it says. Um, and Jeremy spoke in class today. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, Stupefy, I've been waiting my whole life for just one fuck. All I needed was just one fuck. How can you say you don't give a fuck? I find myself stupefied coming back again. All I wanted was just one fuck, one tiny little innocent fuck. And then when I feel I'm shit out of luck, I find myself stupefied coming back again. Um, Love beautiful, it. Beautiful. So meaningful. Lyrics. Beautiful. That's lyrics. some deep shit, man. Um, my favourite though, and and um, it's a song that I knew was really fucking stupid when I was a kid, and is trebly so now. Uh, dropping plates is a jam, <laughs> and it's all about dropping plates and disturbed in the house. Dropping plates, uh, dropping plates on your ass, bitch. <laughs> it's just, I think that's <laughs> what I'm going to start saying when someone gets on my nerves. Like, yeah, I'm going to start dropping plates on your ass, bitch. <laughs> Um, I thought it was about um, one of the band members being of Greek heritage from yeah, Greek heritage. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it's about. Yeah. Um, but did you... So Disturbed really only has one album which can really be counted as new metal, I suppose. Um, and after that, they kind of veer off into what I've referred to previously as butt rock territory. <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah. Where it's... Not um, just because David Draymond's bald head looks like a buttock. <laughs> No, no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, they they hit that kind of. Um, they're not quite dad rock, but they're no. they're, they're angrier it's, than dad. It's rock. Uncle rock, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. It's 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 the younger brother of your dad who was into a bit more angrier stuff. He's a bit more out there. Yeah, yeah. Where it, where it's a bit more vicious, but but I think that they've got some they've got some good songs after that. So prayer is a silly, silly like 
stadium rock song. Do you, do, <laughs> did you listen to Prayer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I listened to both those those first two albums. Yeah, in full. Yeah, and the other stuff I dipped in and out. And then, um, like, following I wanted that, to hear him go, all the people in the left wing, fuck! All the people in the right wing, fuck! <laughs> all the people in the underground, fuck! Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you've got Stricken, which is on the album after that one. Um, where oh, he- yeah. I heard that. I listened to a live... I watched a, a whole YouTube video of them live from... I think it was Rock Am Ring 2016. Yeah. And they, there were a few songs in there that I picked up that way. Well, I, I genuinely love Stricken. I think Stricken is a jam and a half. And it's got one line which has remained with me since the first time I heard it because I was thinking, what the fuck is that? But it's it, it's got this evocative nature to it where I'm like, I just can't get it out of my head where he says, you come on like a bloodstained hurricane. I'm like, what the hell is a bloodstained hurricane? <laughs> that's um, not a thing no um but but i think that's oh, a wonderful him. turn of phrase um and so yeah i i really love stricken i think stricken is one of their best songs um and i stan it and disturbed i think it's fair to say that they're not good um and that they have no. not, they have not aged well but i think there's something that is lovable about them um that kind of carries it and a lot of that comes from david draymond's personality and his very unique vocal style um and i think he is able to laugh at himself you know with the lockdown (laughs) he he has been posting memes you know disturbed man refuses to isolate says he's down with the sickness and stuff like that (laughs) bless him and i think i think um (laughs) i think uh the world of twitter is worse off without him um did you did you ever follow david draymond on twitter I don't know if I did, no. He was special. Has he left? Um, he's not there anymore. He's not there anymore, no. Basically, he was one of those all-caps people shouting into the ether um, about everything, and I love him. Um, he was so, he was so great on Twitter. And I, yeah, I think he left ages ago now, but he was, he was one of the best things about it in the early days. I think if we need more David Draymond's and less Nazis on Twitter and the world would be a better place. That would be nice. Um, and speaking of Nazis, um, <laughs> David Draymond, um, is a supporter. Well, he was a supporter of Bernie Sanders. Um, cool, cool. Which is good. Yeah. Bernie Sanders, the famous Nazi. <laughs> well, it's he's he he's he's not a Trump supporter. Um, no. He's also very proud of his Jewish heritage, um, which I think is interesting to I see. I read that he yeah. went to like um, Orthodox Jewish schools and like learned how to play Jewish music before he played metal. Yes, yeah, exactly. Which is quite cool. Um, which is interesting because you think of you think of when you think of metal, you think very much of a purely white mayonnaise on toast upbringing don't you, you don't get a, you don't get a lot of diversity white milk yeah the the, the wet milk the wet milk genre is, is yeah. metal. you don't get a lot of diversity in in metal and i suppose um new metal had quite a lot more diversity i guess because of the diversity of sound um, you got system of a down the armenian yes, singing about the armenian yeah. genocide um and linkin park as well obviously um yeah and and yeah so i suppose there was a little bit more diversity in in the metal scene through the new metal area than you'd necessarily seen in the years before it um yeah and so it's interesting to see that and you know i like to think that um that that that's maybe a positive of the movement is and it's not apparent in disturbed music but a lot of people who you know defend new metal against people who say oh it's just like puerile pure white boy shit is actually 
new metal was crossing over with with rap and hip hop in a way that kind of more traditional metal really wasn't and kind of never did. Whereas actually, even from the beginning, you had Corn, Limp Bizkit, and all those bands collaborating with very famous rappers and doing all this stuff um, that I think people still don't really realise about the era. It doesn't apply to Disturbed, obviously, but no. all that stuff really was actually quite prominent. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, and um, um, you think about sort of um, some of those really early movements, you know, I'm thinking about kind of the precursors to new metal here. So um, you've got bands like Biohazard. Did you ever listen to, to Biohazard? No, I know the um, name. Yeah. So that was um, one of those really early sort of um, sort of blends of 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 sort of uh, rap and, and hip hop and heavy metal um, that they were sort of not great because i think they had some ties to like the far right but they right which is not good <laughs> so, like, the opposite of rage against the machine yeah exactly <laughs> the the anti-rage against the machine and i'm not sure how much of that was um uh was was performative in the same way that it was when when people like um motorhead were doing it and how much of it was legitimate um yeah but but they um but given that they did things with like cypress hill and stuff like that i like to imagine that it was probably more of a performative thing but you know yeah no. so bear in mind that but 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 that that caused a stir not necessarily just because of the, the the political connotations but because it was that blending of rap and um rap and sort of hardcore and um and metal and then again, as an aside love cypress hill yes yes yeah, be real's voice is one of the most unique voices in rap and it's so good yes yeah exactly exactly um and so um and then yeah and his work with um obviously the guys from rage and prophets of rage with him and chuck d is amazing as well yes yeah for sure for sure um and then yeah you've got rage against the machine as well that again um blended that hard rock and and rap together and and again had to you know did really stand out of the metal movement with that kind of music so i i I think there is that more diversity with new metal that people don't think about um in terms of it being challenging in that way and and obviously the genre became a slurry of generic bullshit by the end yeah but (laughs) and you you think of disturbed as being part of that that slurry don't you but actually they were a little bit ahead of the curve like um the sickness came out in 2000 so is i think 2001 2 where it all started to become that slurry so they would they they just managed to sneak in there didn't they yes yeah exactly um and and yeah i think i think maybe that's that's part of the reason why they never really um they never really felt part of the movement um where you know again they they kind of came out before it was around the same time as 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 hybrid theory and everything like that but it was before the real sort of dregs of it appeared um and speaking of another band by the way that kind of were a precursor body count as well oh yeah yeah body count count is so good i Um, saw them at the reading festival once they're amazing um oh yeah i wish I, i wish i'd seen them that would have been um uh, that would have been amazing. Um, what what year was that? When did you see them? This was two thousand and seven, maybe. It was after. It was when we were at university, I think. Which I think was actually the last time I went to the Reading Festival. Two thousand six. Ah, so like it was just before we started university. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, it would have been. Um, man, I wish I'd seen them. It would have been so good um but uh but yeah anyway uh <laughs> disturbed 
are a band and they are did you listen to any of their really recent stuff they released now a couple of years back no i didn't actually it sounded like disturbed <laughs> i was gonna say i i can't imagine it was a massive departure <laughs> no and it's it's funny they really haven't um they they really haven't uh sort of <laughs> moved on a lot they kind of lost those slight new metal sounds from their first album but but since then you can listen to pretty much any album from their second one onwards and they sound pretty much exactly the same all the way through. yeah <laughs> which you know you've got to you've got to be fair to them they're consistent right yes yeah exactly and they have a they have a following based on that um you know they they um their fans are devoted and they they get what they want they still seem to be doing all right don't they yeah yeah the crowd at all of in all of the videos i saw of them from quite recent festivals in germany were going wild yeah but everyone seemed to be really enjoying it and i you know they've got some good quality when they're live yeah for sure david draymond stalks the stage in his long coat which he eventually <laughs> takes off <laughs> And at a point, he's actually sort of quite static on stage. He doesn't jump around, does he? He's very, very serious and kind of withdrawn on stage. But I quite like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. uh, There's a sort of quality to them that's sort of like, I don't give a shit. Um, Yeah, and his his between song chat is great. He always says the same things before they play Down With The Sickness. Germany is infected with the sickness. (laughs) (laughs) And before they say the the one where he goes, everyone on the left say fuck or whatever, he says, are you ready to use some bad language with me, Germany? (laughs) (laughs) And then he holds the mic out to the crowd to say fuck. And they love it. And I think he's one of those people which I would like to go on a night out with. He'd be great. Yeah. He'd be quite quiet at first, wouldn't he? He'd be sort of sitting at the head of the table with all your mates around him. You brought him along. He doesn't know anyone and he's a bit quiet. But he's knocking back his pint. And soon he starts to open up. Soon yes, he starts telling you the yeah. stories. And you realise that this is a guy who has seen some shit. Um, yeah, exactly. I think I, it'd be really interesting. Um, yeah. I think we, it would be great. And whatever to have... you're talking about, he, you know, you, you're halfway through, halfway around the table of everyone contributing to some conversation about whatever it is. And suddenly he comes out with the best anecdote, an anecdote that just like floors everyone. He'd... Um... It would be it would be a wild night like a bloodstained hurricane, you might say. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he goes up to the bar at the Weatherspoons and he comes back with pitchers of beer for everyone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I've got. I, th- I, I, I'd probably say they're the weakest of musically. They're the weakest of the bands that we've listened to so far. But yeah. But there's something about them that I like, and God bless him. There's something wonderful about davy davy drayman davy as he's our man davy our man, our man dave um you know they got an album called Ten Thousand fists i think that tells you everything <laughs> oh, you need to know precisely precisely what else what else do you need to know about it um uh, immortalized as well you know um <laughs> if you, if yeah they're not a modest band are they no <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no subtlety there and i love that all of their songs are like one word as well yeah yeah <laughs> it is good it is good um yeah and so yeah i think i think there's a space for disturbed within the new metal rankings even though they're not a fan of it themselves i think no 
I think but nobody is. I think they served a place in in those early years as as another example, and I suppose it's another example of how broad-reaching the church of new metal was. Um, mm-hmm. That these guys who you know they, they desperately really wanted to be. Um, you know, an Iron Maiden-esque band, if it's anything to go by in terms of them having a mascot. Uh, when you look at their oh, album yeah. covers, when you look at their music videos, it's all very, very Iron Maiden-y. Um, and the fact that that kind of that kind of hard rock and metal made it into the same scene as as new metal shows that at least early on, it was quite liberal in terms of what it allowed to be applied within those kind of confines. Yeah, for sure. There weren't any, you know, new metal administrators going, oh, no, we're not letting Disturbed in. Yeah, I was like, excuse me. We're not having that. You need we're a, not down with the sickness. You need to have at least 20% rap in every song to be a yeah. to be a, to be a new metal band. And he's going, I'll give you rap. <laughs> my my favourite, though, I mean, obviously I love that. But my favourite is the, the, the double. Yeah, that follows it. Yeah, it's, it's often forgotten, isn't it? Because it's not easy to meme. But yeah. yeah, and and that appears oh, wow. that appears quite oh, regularly yeah, over yeah, the yeah, years yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, just like grunting and growling. You know, he's not afraid to just go for it, is he? No, no. Um, and he also has um a side project which I have not heard, which I want to check out, an industrial metal project with the guitarist of Filter. Who I don't know if ah. you know. Do you know Filter? Yeah, yeah. Um, we used to listen to Filter at school. We had one. They had their first album. What was it called? Uh, Short Bus. A, yeah, Short Bus. <laughs> and we everyone was playing that riff on guitar. Yeah, they had uh, Hey Man, Nice Shot is a great that sort, absolute yeah. tune hey and a nice half. Shot. I love that song. Um, obviously, uh, Richard Patrick, the former guitarist of Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> back in the day. Um, who then was he really yes yeah so he played he was like the touring guitarist back in the days of i did um, not know that of uh, pretty hate machine um and uh, then i think also on to at least some of um uh some of broken some of the broken ep as well i think he played on those kind of tours um before he went off and did his own thing um and um and yeah i think that you know that first album and hey hey man nice shot is an absolute monster of a tune that's a banger um it is not about good subject matter though did you know this um no it is about the uh bud dwyer who is a a politician in uh, like a local politician in, in pennsylvania who was convicted of bribery and then um shot himself live on television and so, hey man, nice shot is about that, uh, which is not pleasant, uh, not a, not a pleasant subject matter, um, which uh, which yeah is is not great, but it is a it is a song, it is a, certainly a song. Cool. Are they do they count as new metal filter, or are they too far to the? Uh, I suppose they they kind of predated it and fall more into the dumb industrial. Um, yeah. There, there's two kinds of industrial music. This is something that I believe very strongly in. There's smart industrial and there's dumb industrial. And, and, <laughs> and dumb industrial is bands like Filter or Stabbing Westward. Um, or Don't know them. They're not good. Uh, <laughs> um, or um, I suppose Static X almost, they straddle the line between dumb industrial and, um, and new metal. 
um and so there, there's kind of a crossover there but you've got the really stupid side and then you've got the slightly more intelligent side which is more about the noise and the weirdness and that, and that's where a sort of skinny puppy nine inch nails sit um yeah and so yeah so i i don't know i don't know whether we can talk about filter i don't, I don't think they were i ever... just I, I would be interested to revisit them having uh, had that first album back in the day yeah yeah well i think maybe maybe do that as an extracurricular activity yeah um maybe um but yeah they they they're most uh most recently they've got an album coming out called murica (laughs) (laughs) um and uh and yeah they actually they've got a song called thoughts and prayers which has recently come out which is a song uh, so yeah, I, good, I'm going to be. Title. I'm going to be interested to to hear that. Clearly, it's a critique of current American culture in various ways. Song called Thoughts and Prayers, album called Murica. Um, I'm hoping it's a big dumb bag of hammers of an album, and I'm here for it. <laughs> um, but but yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, the the former guitarist of Filter and David Draymond have an industrial rock um, outfit called Device. Um, which I've not heard, but I'm intrigued to find out more about. Me neither. Um, anyway, um, so is there anything else you'd like to say about Disturbed, or shall we crack I on? just wanted to say that even though Down With The Sickness is obviously a tune, when he says, you mother get up, come on, get down with the sickness, you fucker get up, the way he says mother always makes me think of Alan Partridge. <laughs> and it always makes me laugh. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness, you mother get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Smell my cheese, you mother. <laughs> it makes me. It just reminds that. me of that. It, it makes me think of the film Mother. Um, mother? Mother? Your mother gets up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Darren Aronofsky, massive disturbed fan. Huge fan of disturbed. Him and um, David Draymond are, are buddies, they go I reckon. Way back. Way back. Yeah. Um, right. Shall we, shall we boot up the supercomputer? Um, yeah, let's do it and uh, and and get this cracking. Okay, so we've got uh, riff quality first. What do you reckon for riff quality? Uh, let's see. Some of the riffs aren't bad. I mean, none of them really necessarily stick in your head, but the guitar work is it's pretty competent. And when they're good, they are it, the riffs are carrying it underneath David Draymond's voice. So I don't know. Let's give them a seven. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good to me. And then catchy chorus quality. Um. Yeah, let, let's see. So, Down With The Sickness, that's a that's a catchy chorus. But the rest of it, it's kind of all endless verse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> a Could you of... sing me the chorus of another Disturbed song? I can sing you. I get stupefied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get stupefied. <laughs> um, yeah, so again, I think maybe a six or a seven there. I think a six is, yeah. is reasonable, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think theatrics, they've got, to, they've got to be pretty high. He loves a big, long coat doesn't he old his long coat and again i think it's like reverse theatrics how he's really like static and stalks around the stage like like an angry emperor yeah i quite yeah. i quite like that and and they've got that whole kind of image of being sort of um vaguely gothic they've got their he's got his big old spiky chin everything like that um yeah so so yeah so i think maybe an eight here for theatrics yeah um, we'll give it to him the yeah. guy it's allowed it's a thing yeah 
It sometimes appears on banners. They never. Well, they'd have scored a nine if they got someone to dress up as the guy and run around on stage. <laughs> exactly. If they had pulled, but a that slip would have been. Yeah. Um, and I think <laughs> that would have been too much. And I think this is one of their big failings: is the number of superfluous band members. Is they don't have the guy running around on stage. Very poor. They, There's only four of them. They've only got one guitarist. They've only what are got they doing? one guitarist. What are they doing? Who looks a bit like Matthew Lillard? <laughs> he looks. He does look. He's he's big chunk. He's like big big beefy Matthew Lillard. Um, yeah uh yeah so you know they make a lot of noise for a four piece and most of the time that would be a good thing kudos to them but here we're looking for how many superfluous band members they have and they they're pretty low on here um so i think maybe a three again putting them in line with with papa roach and system of a down where because david draymond just sings he doesn't even play anything yeah yeah exactly it's such a waste where's 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 your guy hitting a tin can yeah, he doesn't even take a flaming baseball bat and hit a bin. What's he doing? Where's your DJ who presses a button at the beginning of the set and does nothing else? Where, where's your goth bez? That's what I want to know. Goth bez. <laughs> yes. I won't be bez. <laughs> um, he- See, that's the thing in Slipknot. No, none of them ever said, I won't be bez. No. All of them were happy to be bez. They all wanted to be bez, and that's why we love Apart them. from Mick Thompson, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then hair colour and style variety. I mean, he's a he's a big baldy, and that counts yeah. <laughs> for something. Um, do, you get, do you get a score for being bald? I think so, because there's not a lot of bald guys in new metal. That's true, actually, yeah. Um... You know who knows. The bassist has got dreadlocks. Who who knows what's going on <laughs> with with Fred Durst under that hat? He might That's true. he might That's be bald. True. We don't know. We can never tell. Maybe he's I've got, never seen him without a hat. I like to think he's got "I love you, Mum" shaved into his hair. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but we'll never know because the hat never comes off. But yeah, so I think bald counts definitely as a style variety here. Um, and he's completely bald. As he well. is completely it's not like bald. he's a skinhead. It's it's, it's full on bald. He has to shave his head right before he goes on stage because otherwise he's worried about there being little bits of stubble. That's yeah, that's, that that's could exactly never happen. Right. It cannot happen. It's a big part of the brand. Is yeah. spiky chin, bald head, big coat, duck noises. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think maybe here a six or a seven. The rest of the guys don't yeah. really pull their weight. Um, so maybe a six. Six is reasonable, yeah. I think. Um, but I think goof factor is is quite something here with uh <laughs> with old yeah. disturbed um and again it's it's it comes across as more serious than it is i think it's it's a goof factor that is actually higher than people realize i think you know he knows that people are going to laugh at him going bark bark but he still does it yeah yeah Wah. um yeah. is is not something that can ever be taken fully seriously but then when it is overly serious that is equally just as goofy um, yeah. So I think maybe yeah, we're going up for a nine here, maybe for the goof. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, we'll go for a nine, and then cringe barometer for twenty twenty. <laughs> um, again, I think that's got to be quite. This is high. quite high. <laughs> Even though I enjoyed it more than I was expecting to, there's there's still quite the cringe factor, and more so than some of the other bands, where it is harder to. You know, you, you got to think it would be harder to explain to my family that I'm listening to this music while I'm doing the washing up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly exactly Just scrubbing it a um, really difficult pan going Ooh, wow. <laughs> precisely um so so yeah so i think um maybe we go for like an eight here yeah it's pretty that's fair. pretty cringy i enjoyed it a little bit more than i thought i was going to but it still wasn't great 
Um, so, so yeah, so I think we're going to... And it's not like you're going to, they're going to enter the regular rotation necessarily. You might occasionally put on Down With The Sickness for a laugh, but like, you're not going to go back and listen to it in the same way that I might do like Linkin Park or Papa Roach and actually be like, yeah, these are some bops. Yeah, it's not, it's not quite going to be, not going to quite, not quite going to be there, is it? So, um, yeah, well, sorry guys, you're pretty cringy. Sorry, David Draymond, don't beat me up, please. No, we, we still love you. We just don't love the work of your life please don't come around <laughs> my house and call me a motherfucker <laughs> I mean, i'd love it if you just turned up one day and just went motherfucker and then just left <laughs> be great. Um, no, he's the bold motherfucker don't you liberate your mind i'd be like yes man i feel you i feel you <laughs> um so so yeah so uh right let, let's let's start let's put all of these calculations into the supercomputer and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll work it out. So. Okay, the printout's just coming through. Okay, I've got it here. And um, so this is an interesting turn up for the books. Uh, Disturbed have a new metal percentage rating at 67.14%. Okay. Um, which is exactly the same as Limp Bizkit. <laughs> interesting <laughs> they they scored very differently in different areas so obviously um they've know, gained that from mostly from cringe factor, so they, they've they? gained it mostly from theatrics and then goof and cringe and although limp biscuits also scored high for goof and cringe um they had good music in terms of riff and chorus <laughs> quality so it really goes Bowner. to show that we've got it pretty Bowner. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing disturbed this that's as good as that riff, even though it's only like two chords. It's or something just two about chords, it, but it's still like, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think it goes to show that we've really got this algorithm nailed down perfectly because they both represent different areas of new metal in different ways. And Limbiskit had songs, Disturbed don't, but mm-hmm. what did Limbiskit not have? They didn't have spiky chins and someone pretending to be a furious goth chin. Yeah. Swings and rounds. Fred Durst might be bald. But we don't. We know. don't know. Maybe if he he was bold, maybe it would it would it would show itself. But yeah, so Fred, get in touch, please. We named this show after you. <laughs> Just get in touch with us and send us photographic evidence that you are bald, yeah. and then we'll revise your score up. Yeah, maybe we'll beef it up, and yeah, maybe maybe we'll have yeah. to revisit later on some of the bands where we think the scores might be a little bit contentious. If we get to the point where we are actually trying to make a conclusion and decide, okay, we've covered all the bands now, let's do... do have you got all this shit in a spreadsheet where we could work <laughs> oh, it out? Oh, hell yeah, I do. Good. And then we might... Before we do the final ratings, then, yeah, we might have to make some adjustments based on relativity. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Draymond's theory of relativity. <laughs> Draymond's theory of relativity, exactly, exactly. But yeah, yeah so so they're nowhere near close to touching the, 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 the top band. So Corner's still number one, Linkin Park are number two, and Slipknot are number three. Um, yeah. They're, they're not close to touching any of them. But um, No way. But we'll see. We'll no see. spiky gimp man. No... <laughs> No bagpipes. Yeah, no bagpipes. No, you're one of single C. Fuck that. Yeah. Um. So. So. Yeah. So. Uh, just... That just keeps popping into my head. I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's great. It's generally yeah. great. Um. So. Uh, so. Yeah. So that's it for for disturbed. So are you ready for what's coming up next? Well done. Yeah, it's your choice, isn't it? Yeah, and disturbed I, was my choice. And I think we need to properly get into some shite. <laughs> um. Right. Now. This is what we do. Um, yeah, is it, this is what we do. It's what we do. So, um, so we're going for uh, Spine Shank next. Oh yes, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So uh, I've got all their albums on vinyl, obviously. You've got, you got them all. You've got your big spine shank tattoo. I owned one <laughs> uh, one spine shank album. Um, and uh, and yeah, so so I'm very excited to to listen to to it again and get back in touch with all of their music. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's let's get on with it. Get on with some spine shank laughing. Brilliant. Well, um, thanks a lot for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. This show is called Pod Durst. It's a podcast about new metal, and we are on a quest to find the most new metal band of all time. This episode was about Disturbed. Um, please do get in touch with us on Twitter at Pod Durst if you want to tell us about new metal and your thoughts about Disturbed. If you like what we do, you can support us via the Acast supporter feature. You can give us money. There is a link in our show notes, um, description of this podcast, wherever you're looking at it, that goes to our Acast supporter page. Throw us a couple of quid if you like what we do so that I can buy some armor to defend myself when David Draymond comes around my house to beat me up. All of the money goes towards armor for Paddy and Limp Biscuit tattoos for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where the other money's go- that's where the money's going. You've got Fred, you've got Wes, now you've got to get the other guys. Yeah. And then it's then it's moving on to all of Slipknot, so I need the money. I need the cash because there's five hundred of them. And all Armour for Paddy sounds like a um, an emo band from sort of 2005 <laughs> to 7, doesn't it? Really? You, you, they're playing down your local and they're doing just like yeah. Jimmy World covers. But then, you know, they've got a couple of songs and the next thing you know, they're on tour with Fightstar. Yeah, you know? Armour for Paddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless them. Singing about... Uh, how girls don't like them and stuff. My girlfriend left me because she didn't know she was my girlfriend. And then the screaming <laughs> And one, how they're not okay. And then the screaming one comes in shouting that they're yeah. not okay. Yeah. Right about <laughs> Yeah. That's what all bands have to have. A, a melodic guy and a screaming guy. Is that what we get? Are we going to move on to emo next when we've run out of new metal? Is that what we're we Find out who's the most emo band who's ever. Who's the most emo that band ever. That would be quite the quest, wouldn't it? It would. It would. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm quite ready for that just yet. No. We'll, but we'll work up to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. All right, well, thanks a lot for tuning in, and we'll be back next time to talk about Spine Chunk. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> All right. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bark, bark. Oh, ah, ah, ah. That's good. I think you've been practicing. <laughs>